You're listening to the Faith City Outreach with your host, Marina Maria, who is also the founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders to share their testimonies and their ministries. Marina wants you to remember Matthew 6:33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you as well. Now here's your host, Marina Maria. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guests, Jason and Bella Blakelock, who are accidental filmmakers. Both are committed Christians who met at a Bible college. They have four daughters in a thriving opal jewelry company. They also make films as a passionate hobby. The Bible Movie app was developed as a way of bringing the Bible to life for their children and their youth group and scripture class students. This, ha- this has become the first complete movie Bible book ever created. Over 10,000 films from multiple genres and film periods combined with stock footage lips and footage donated by cinematographers such as Ken Duncan, Chris Tanji, and Phil Kaladukas. Jason and Bella spent over 2,000 hours editing clips to carefully provide accurate film images to support the word-for-word audio dialogue, and then translated this in 12 languages. Thank you, Jason, for being on Faith City Outreach to share about how the Lord helped you make the first complete movie Bible book app ever created. Oh, thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. And thank you for sharing this amazing, amazing gift that we've been given to share around the world. It's, it's yeah, wonderful to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. It must be really exciting to create the first movie Bible app ever created. Oh, what an amazing privilege. What an honor. I mean, I thank God that, that we can do something so unique and so new and, and so fresh. And that's, I love that. I love that about God. It's, it's like the Bible is always the most current, contemporary, freshest thing around. And here's something completely new. I love it. I'm so honored. That is so true. When did God put it in your heart to start Bible movie? Well, I was actually in my bedroom thinking about the book of Job. It's um, a book that I'd read and, and there was a few debates going around at my Bible college about, you know, what it meant. And the teacher was saying some, some funny things about it. And so I read it and thought, that, that doesn't seem to be what the book's saying. And I thought, I wonder if making a movie about this would, you know, bring it home. Because as I read the, the book of Job, it seemed to be, actually described like a script you know you've got the actor's name and then the actor all the verses and then at one point it says one of the characters very clearly says now shouting almost like a director's you know script note there saying this actor is shouting at this point I thought wow this is like a film script I thought wouldn't it be amazing to take it and make it a film script and almost one of the clearest times I feel like I heard God speak I felt you know, the voice of heaven say, you must do this. And I just saw the, the film literally on the wall of my bedroom, so clear. And I'm, I don't have experiences like that. I've been a Christian a long time, but I thought, wow, I'm going to do that. I'm not a filmmaker, but if God says you must do this, I'll just go ahead and do it. Yes, even though it doesn't make sense, right? <laughs> 
absolutely. I, and, I, and, I, and I had enough faith to say, well, look, God always starts with humble beginnings. So let's just do Yes, and I'm so glad that you both took the step of faith to do this because look what you've created. It's amazing. And what is absolutely incredible is that when we went to make the Bible movie app some years later, we could use this technology called mashup where you mash up different film footage to put together, you know, all the books of the Bible. But the one book of the Bible it would be impossible to do as a mashup is the book of Job. And that was the only book that we actually filmed. So it's incredible. It was just everything worked together amazingly. That's great. Jason, how did you get all the actors for the Bible movies? So we, we just are literally accidental filmmakers. So we use friends and family and friends of friends and, and we know that'll grow like anything grows, but but what we've done right from the start is rely on the Bible to tell its own story. And a lot of people could say, oh, you know, it should be Hollywood quality and it should be this budget, that budget. My goal in starting into this was use whoever was willing, whoever God put in front of me and actually run with that person and get all of my mindsets out of the way. And I'm and I'm not a film, well, I'm becoming a filmmaker, but I'm not a professional filmmaker. And I think that's why maybe God uses us to do these incredible things because we are willing to just go with him and let him lead us and take steps that perhaps other people wouldn't take. So I have literally used friends and family and whoever had a willing heart and a love for God and his word. Amen and amen. Jason, you mentioned in your video that you use or your actors use teleprompters to help them with their acting and in making um, and the making of Bible movies. Does this decrease the time for them to memorize their script or how does this work? It's an incredible breakthrough. So, so I've had um, a little bit of a insight into some of the big film productions and the, the money that is spent is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, on big films, there's this 30 crew, there's all sorts of equipment and that's fantastic. And I love that. But I recognize very quickly that, that the, the cameras that you find in an iPhone or a Samsung, a modern camera are literally just as good as some of the expensive cameras for the job that we wanted to do. But then taking the concept of the teleprompter where you have that newsreader reading all those lines in front of the screen, we literally just took an iPad and we were actually able to move the iPad around with that script flowing. So the actors able to sort of like, you know, move around with the, with the actual teleprompter and their eye line is always moving and we're filming directly from that. It gives this incredible, it's a hack. It's a, it's a technology hack where you're actually giving an actor the lines, but you, it doesn't look like they're sitting there reading a script, a phenomenal little piece of technology, literally for the cost of an iPad and a, and a teleprompter app. And that, that has been the breakthrough uh, that we've used to get this thing up and running. That's amazing. When you film these movies, though, do you ever cry because of the preci precious presence of the Holy Spirit? Good question. I wish I could say, yes, I cried and I wept and I had that sensitivity, but I get into go mode, okay? The place that I cried and I did cry and I cried 
quite profusely was when I saw a premiere, a Christian media organisation here in Sydney put on a premiere for a, uh, a movie that uh, Darren Aronofsky made of the, the Bible book of Noah with Russell Crowe. Famous movie, everyone's probably seen it with the big rock giants coming and Russell Crowe's there. And that film was presented as something that the, the director had done a lot of research in providing. And it was applauded here by the Christian group that I actually went to visit this premiere with. They were applauding this film. Now that film broke my heart because it is so far from the script. It, it takes the whole book in a direction which is so far. Now, I've come to understand that the research Aronofsky did, the director was actually Kabbalistic research, and he, is a, he follows the Kabbalah and the spiritual teachings of the Kabbalah, and he painted the story of Noah through that Kabbalistic lens, which is diametrically opposed to the Christian worldview. Now, I didn't understand that at this, at this um, film premiere, but what I did understand was that throughout this whole movie, God is silent. And that mm -hmm. broke my heart because I know that God spoke to Noah so personally, so intimately with a whole chapter of a three-chapter book. One whole chapter is dedicated to God just pouring out the instructions to Noah and telling Noah exactly what to do and downloading this incredible detailed plan of how to build this ark. And it broke my heart that we had taken God out of that book. And in, in question time, I literally broke saying, how can you applaud a film where God is removed? How can you, how can we be sitting here applauding a film where God is taken out? And it was at that moment that I thought, you know what, I just have to do something to make the whole Bible uh, a word for word book so that filmmakers in the future won't be able to create these, well, they probably will and who knows what they'll do, but I, I wanted to stir the body of Christ up and it's my tears that got me to that point stir the body of Christ up to take our own book, the Bible, and make it word for word. Now, what about the actors? How do they react after the filming? So we've had one profound moment in the shooting of Job where, where Job actually shaved his head and actors are trained to go into the grief, the grief of the part. And Greg Stichter really entered into that grief. He really entered into the, the loss and drop. He's a pastor, the, the actor of Job in, in the Bible movie app. And he'd sort of tapped into years of grief and anything he's been through and really, really got in connection with that when he was doing that part. And Sheila, who's one of our assistants at the time, was really moved watching that. And she did start weeping, seeing Greg step into that grief. And she actually got so moved, we actually had to stop the shoot and we prayed for 10, 15, 20 minutes just to process that incredible grief and the passion of that moment. So that was really quite moving. I read that your Bible movies are all made on a low budget. How are you able to do this at, at such a low budget? Look, uh, I have done that out of necessity, but also intentionally. So the necessity is that I run the family business, which is our Australian Opal Cutters Opal business. It's, it's very full on. I haven't had the time to go out there and start to raise funds, do crowdfunding. So it's all been a hobby level. However, however, I have studied intensely where filmmaking is going. Okay. And, and, and anyone that's interested in filmmaking, 
we'll very quickly learn that there is a big shift happening in the world around film because of the technology that has been given to us through these incredible advances on the Samsung phones, the iPhones, the computer technology. So we can do films now using what's called new world filmmaking. It's also known as guerrilla filmmaking or run and gun is another term. There's a lot of research on the net, but there is a whole, there is thousands of young independent filmmakers all, of the, all around the world making good high quality movies for zero, low, mini and micro budgets. So I've intentionally just run with that because I want to encourage the body of Christ and the filmmakers that are young filmmakers that they can get their camera gear cheap, get their concepts and start to make these movies, which are the best scripts on the planet and start to go out and make them. Because I'm tired of seeing young Christian filmmakers filmmakers go into Hollywood and just get turned into Hollywood robots making filth. I'm tired of seeing our best and brightest going and compromising to make the big bucket of pictures when God's given us the scripts to make our own features and really shake the world up. So yeah, that's where that How long does it take you to do these Bible movies? Or I should say, how long did it take you to make all of these Bible movies? And who helps you in editing them? So I've actually learned how to edit through editing the Bible movie app. So that was uh, literally 2,000 hours of editing, eight hours a day over about an eight-month period. So at the beginning of that, I was learning how to edit, learning how to do mashups, to do, you know, 20 minutes of footage when I first started at the beginning of that year, to do a 20-minute section of, like, say, 1 Samuel, to put together all the clips of battles and find a King David and find two people talking that reflected the characters. It took me about four hours. By the end of that year to edit 20 minutes literally took me about 30 to 40 minutes. So there was a huge wow. learning curve in doing that process again and again and again. And again, when I do um, movies now, like for example, if you go to the Bible movie app, biblemovie.com.au, and you look at say the book of Titus, Titus was shot in one morning. We shot that whole thing in just me and James Belfrage, the actor, literally in a little cave up here on the Northern Beaches, taking a week. But, but it very, you've got books like, uh, you know, all being edited together with Russell Ixer, who, again, the Lord led me to Russell, beautiful musician who's writing these psalms word for word and constructing the music. It's incredible. But they take about an hour to put, put, a, put a, all, the, all the clips down, half an hour to an hour, very, very quick. Um, so it's a, it's a very quick process and that's, that is what it is. It's a, it's a, a run and gun style approach. Now the goal is to now start taking that foundation and, and doing more productions, but, but that small budget, that, that nice and neat time frame, I think will always be a style that I love because it just keeps things moving. Where are most of the films mostly filmed? So we're really blessed here on the Northern beaches to have amazing uh, national parks and cliffs and these beautiful sand dunes around the place. So we just find these little 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 pockets of places around the northern beaches to shoot. We're really spoiled for choice, actually, for little locations. But I do a lot on the green screen as well and, and really learning how to push through that green screen technology to be able to insert the background uh, as the time, you know, we get better at, at that technology. What has been the response from Bible movie apps so far? So the biblemovie.com.au site has had um, 
over 120 odd thousand downloads of the app with 5 million views. So, and that has been such a blessing because it's been completely organic. The app is a free download, which helps, but it's literally just gone viral with countries all over the world. And it's been, it's been received so well by so many different types of people. The, the, the responses are heartfelt, like, wow, thank you so much for this. This is, this is such a breakthrough, especially for parents wanting to share the, the Bible with like, you know, kids sort of like that tender sort of 15 year old age group. It's really digital content that they can, they can look. And I practiced it with my own kids. I, <laughs> I would sit down and show them 15 minutes of the Bible app. They'd love it. Whereas if I tried to read the Bible, they'd get bored after two or three minutes. It was really that digital technology. So it's been received really well. What country is mostly downloading this? Or is it just coming from just many different countries? So overwhelmingly, the interest is coming from the United States of America. Uh, you guys are absolutely loving the app and downloading it <laughs> well and truly uh, right up at the top, which is great. Uh, secondly, funnily enough, is Australia. So Australians are actually really embracing it. Sorry, Australia's number three. India, which I didn't expect. India is actually the second biggest download. India is phenomenal use of the app, um, which is so exciting. And then Australia. And then we've got a whole bunch of uh, countries, sort of like there's scores of countries, but up in the high end, so like Malaysia, Singapore, Nigeria, African countries. There's a whole a whole schedule of countries after that, but but the big three are obviously U.S., India, and Australia. Well, that's true, and also I'm included in that because I downloaded your app, and now I'm on chapter ten in Genesis, <laughs> and really enjoying it. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> I know that the world is changing drastically. Oh, yeah. I know that the world is changing drastically and becoming more and more technological and your Bible movie app is keeping up with the times. But do you think that the Bible will be less bought and read in the future? Look, it, 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 the statistics and the data is already showing us that, that the Bible readership is phenomenally low. Okay, the tragedy is that Bible readership amongst Christians, it's... It's shocking, and I hate even saying this figure, but only 5% of Christians regularly read the Bible. I mean, that's a shocking, shocking figure. To think that we're going to live through every word that we receive from the Bible, to see that only 5% are actually reading the book regularly, is it breaks my heart. And that's why I've done this, because Bible readership is in decline. And at the same time, Netflix viewership online gaming and unfortunately pornography use are exploding even amongst mm. pastors and that's that's mm. what's tragic and this is all data is readily available but the percentage of pastors and christian leaders that are struggling with porn addiction and porn use is an, an absolute indictment in the church and it's even been said that that suggests that if just christians stop watching pornography the industry would collapse overnight. And that is heartbreaking to think that that's the truth. So, look, my heart is that, you know, this this will be an alternate, that if someone is wanting to watch some video content, I mean, there's nearly 80 hours of Bible content, surely. And you do get lost in it. I mean, the minute you turn your eyes away from anything mm -hmm. and start to look towards the Lord, he gives you the grace to 
get embraced and rewire that brain and start watching something else and get fed and transformed. And it, it does break my heart. It's, it's so wrong. So my hope is, and my prayer is that, that, that these Bible movies will become so such a genre in the church that we'll start to produce them with such amazing quality because the stories are so good. They're so much better than Game of Thrones and Harry Potter and whatever else you're into. They are so much better and they feed you. They give you life. They don't suck life out of you. So, so yeah, I do believe that God is anointing and, and raising up Bible movies in this generation. And unfortunately, the facts are that the readership and the hard copy readership is in, in decline. Right. And also about the Bible movie app that you created, since it provides a visual for what is being read from the Bible, it helps those readers who are having trouble reading the Bible. It helps them to understand it better because we all have different yes. learning styles. Some of us learn through auditory. Yes. Some of us learn with, you know, um, watching something visual. So we all have different learning yep. styles. So I think what you did was very modern. You connected the text with a picture, the visual. So it's both combined yep. together. And you added a lot yep. more meaning behind it because of the picture. And I think that helps um, people like myself even to understand the Bible so yep. much better. And for yes. those who are struggling yes, to understand it. Since we live in yes. such a um, technolo technologically advancing world, um, do you think that church services will also change five to ten years from now? I'm convinced that we, I would be as bold as to say, in my personal belief, just me personally, right, right. I believe that we won't, we won't recognize the church in ten years. I've had a, you know, and you see it when you go out on the streets now. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but all you need to do is on a Saturday or some busy night, go down and find a group of kids and look at what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, if there's any group of 10 kids, eight of them are going to be on their phone while they're in the group setting with their friends. Mm -hmm. And that is common now. Mm -hmm. It is part of the new norm for kids mm -hmm. to be engaging online as a normal part of their social interaction. Even when they're in a group setting with other kids, they'll be still chatting and networking on those networks, which is a normal part of the – and we've got to get this. I think church leaders have really got to get how normal it is now to communicate through a, through a chat and through an app and how weird it's going to be for a lot of kids and a generation of kids to sit in a pew and just be expected to watch someone without being able to engage and communicate and also understanding that the level of communication is boundaryless, okay? Kids now are communicating, watching, understanding and seeing things at 8, 9 and 10 that most adults didn't yet get exposed to, mm -hmm. let alone get exposed to at such a young age. But that is now normal. And I think there's a huge I, – I believe there's a very big disconnect between – the sort of like the, the middle-aged pastors today as to how profound this change is in the, in the emerging culture. It is, it is an incredibly profound shift that if we don't get our heads around and stop thinking, oh, let's just add internet to our church. No, no, no. We need to be building safe, open, transparent, absolutely like, like giving 
young people the sort of access which is free and open with chat groups and, and online connections and building those things as much as we need to be streaming a service. Because believe me, the kids, and God will do it, God will raise up people that do that anyway. So it is profound changes coming. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so also, especially during this time of the pandemic, it has the online learning and going online and watching YouTube videos has exploded. So that has also probably, you know, rushed everything or increased everything towards online learning. What has God put in your heart, Jason? It certainly has. <clears throat> right. Um, Jason, what has God put in your heart lately during your prayer or Bible study time? I've felt during COVID uh, consecration is massive uh, to really get to shake off shake off the worldliness shake the world out of my heart and get really holy <laughs> i really feel that consecration and mm -hmm. and absolute consecration is the only word it's like every second every thought get the darkness out get the light in shine bright i mean every compromise every lukewarm thought process mm -hmm. or habit or it's just got to go because we're coming into a time where literally darkness is 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 exploding and satanism and and evil is is having a field day right now and if there's any of that dark in us we've got one hand tied behind our back if we want to go out and do god's work so we can't afford to be compromised in any area so i personally feel cons consecration whatever strongholds i've had in my own life it's time to get them out ask cry out to the lord and, and get pruned <laughs> just go through the pruning <laughs> what film has impacted you the most look i i, I i'm i'm just you know 10 years old when star wars came out so i can't get past that i mean star wars has defined my generation i mean i'm 50 years old now but that first film of the trance, the way it transported me as a kid, I still remember it today. And, you know, I, I do want to bring it back to the Bible because having edited the whole Bible and really looked at the stories as films, I kid you not, the Game of Thrones movie um, did, broke records all around the world because they reckon because of the complexity of the plot and, the, the, you know, the, how well it was all done. Seriously, the Kings, one and two Kings, first Samuel, second Samuel, leave that plot for dead. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, and those books are so profound in the complexity of plot, the richness of the of the the theatrics and the, the drama and the scale and the epic scale of it. It's there's nothing like it. And so having been impacted by Star Wars and now watched the whole world go down the route of Star Wars, which now there are thousands of movies, there's whole genres like Star Wars and it's something, you know, whole channels dedicated to science fiction because of what happened. When I edited a little file, like a little nook and cranny from literally the archives right through to the modern films, I couldn't find it. And there are thousands of movies that, that, that glorify hell, glorify demons, glorify Satan. I mean, seeing Satan in all of his splendor and all of his power, there's this whole genre, horror movie genres do that endlessly. Where's the church? Where's this genre? 
that shows us what's going on in the angelic realm, that shows us these very clear depictions of heaven right through the Bible. I mean, so many. Look at Ezekiel, Revelation, these incredible sequences and, and depictions of the heavenly realms. I want to see this burst onto the earth like a genre. And I pray and hope that any young filmmakers out there that are hearing this start to examine the incredible richness of the supernatural, even in the word of God, but then in the stories that we all experience with these battles that rage around us all the time that we don't see in film. And when we do see them, it's only to glorify the enemy. So I hope that in the same way George Lucas started this this sci-fi genre, that we, this generation, will start to see the kingdom, the truths of light and dark battling for our very souls now, today, here and now, good versus evil happening all around us, plus the stories in the Bible that are full of angelic visitation and glory and incredible encounters and prophetic visions will all start to be depicted with the amazing technology we've been given because they deserve it. They so deserve it. Amen. That is so true. Jason, what is a scripture that you repeat often or that you use often when you're having spiritual warfare? I, I love I love that the Bible says that there is no weapon formed against love. And and I am constantly reminded in battles, um, am I loving my enemy? Am I blessing those that curse? Is my heart being twisted? Have I been, am I w- walking in the flesh as I deal with this situation? Because that is a profound a victory verse. There's no weapon formed against love. And when we love our enemies, God turns up. Also, I love Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's always with us. Even when I love that verse, because, you know, you know, as well as I do, there's so many times we go, God, are you, you know, have I missed it? Are you really there? Am I stuffed up or, you know, Am I, am I alone now? And he's not. He's always there. And I then love the all things work together for good, for those that are called according to his purposes. And, you know, as we follow him, to have that assurance that even if we stuff up, even if we trip up, even if we, you know, in the best intentions, go the wrong way and, and try and solve a problem the wrong way, he will work it together for our good is so, so helpful. Such a blessing. I don't you know, want to test the Lord on that. I'd rather be, you know, being led by him all the time, but, you know, he's human, right? So it's just good to know that he's got our back. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Jason Blakelock, who are, um, and his wife, Bella, who are filmmakers. We are talking about how, or Jason and I are talking about how um, he and his wife have created the first complete movie Bible book app ever made. They have created over 10,000 films from multiple genres and film periods combined with stock footage clips and footage donated by cinematographers such as Ken Duncan, Chris Tangi, and Phil Kaladukas. Jason and uh, Bella spent over 2,000 hours editing clips to carefully provide accurate film images to support the word-for-word audio dialogue, and then translated this in 12 languages. Jason, do you have a intercessory group praying for you since you're working on this, on completing the Bible movie since your ministry is a huge influencer and you're doing such kingdom work? Yes, I've, I've, I have consciously sought out intercessors before 
during and after every step of the way. So right at the beginning of the book of Job, I literally just, just picked up a phone book and started calling people that, that had any form of intercessory ministry. I ended up finding a, a convent on the South Coast um, with, a, with a nun um, did offer to support the project in prayer mm-hmm. and started that whole journey of, of giving her updates and she faithfully prayed. And that was phenomenal. Um, and then Lillian Schmidt actually contacted me out of the blue, who runs um, the Australian Intercessory Prayer Network and, and is an incredible woman of prayer. Her and her husband Bjorn are so faithful. And she just blew me away. She, she just found me and said, I heard you're doing this project. I want to support you in prayer. How do I support you in prayer? And I'd never experienced anything like that in my life. I thought, wow, this woman's amazing. So I shared her the notes and, and Lillian then started to faithfully pray for my wife and I and has been really supporting us ever since in prayer, which is I'm so thankful for. An incredible minister and ministry uh, she is. So, yes, absolutely would not do anything without prayer support. I read that you are working on the film about the book of Job. When will it be completed? Yes, so uh, I'm just in pre-production right now. So we made Job once for the Bible movie app, very micro budget, but now we want to do it as a real film that can get out there on the Netflix channels and on the um, Amazon. So look, I hope it's uh, it's all about funding, really. So we're looking to shoot it for under $100,000. Uh, that's Australian dollars, which is about $20 US at the moment. No, about $50,000 or $60,000 US dollars. Um, and as soon as we get funding, we're ready to go. So if I got funding today, we'd be shooting in a month. It'll only take a month to shoot. It'll take two months to edit. Um, and we've got, you know, great actors lined up. So literally now is about fundraising. So if any of your supporters have got, you know, 50,000 US dollars spare, want to make a feature film, then yeah, pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And how would they be able to do that? How can they make a donation? Through your website? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, the www.biblemovie.com.au. And it's got okay. all our contact details there. We can do PayPal and bank transfer and and, and just, just all of our contact details there. Um, so, yeah, we'd l- really love to part. And, and God will provide. So we're just being, exactly. I'm being faithful. And, you know, look, the, and the thing is, yes, I've got to get out there and start asking for money and fundraising. Um, but I also believe that it's about, you know, you get your heart, motivated and mm-hmm. the momentum and get moving and that's what i'm doing is mm-hmm. is just moving forward with script development you know actor treatment so i've got neil modra who has literally learned the whole book of ecclesiastes um off by heart a phenomenal actor and we're going to do that as a as a treatment it's already on the bible movie app that recording but we're going to do it as a as a little feature film you know with small crew small cast uh, what an amazing opportunity so is going to keep moving and and as god moves on people's heart i'm actually believing um for for real partners people that god will because you know as well as i do god has prepared people to fund stuff like this he's raised them up he's given them great favor he's given them victories that are above and beyond and someone out there and people out there will just say you know what this is this tugs at my heart this is a breakthrough i've been looking for it's just it's just the word of god it's just the bible getting exalted let's let's get behind this this guy and 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 that and i'm just believing god for that what other new films or projects are you working on or will you be working on Yes, yeah, so I'm really excited. I've literally this morning been with my dad in the studio. He's, he's put his hand up to play Habakkuk. Uh, he's got a great acting <laughs> talent. He's passionate and he's a, 
he really looks the part of the old prophet. So we've been uh, just doing a treatment on that this morning. Um, Neil Modra, as I said, is Ecclesiastes. We've got another meeting this afternoon to start to, to, to flush out the how we can make that work as a feature film. I've got lovely letters of Paul. Look, if there's any project I want to get off the ground so urgently, it's the letters of Paul. Just having Paul read his own letters as he writes them mm-hmm. to us, the viewer. I mean, what an incredible one actor. I mean, how hard can it be? One actor... Look, you know, and you can go to town with all the the travels of Paul and all the Romans later. I mean, just getting Paul in a room uh, with a with a scribe, like just scribing, or with with his assistant scribing, but just to capture that 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 first person <laughs> relaying of those letters will move our hearts and be so helpful. So that's something I'm working on. It's Titus is in the Bible movie app as a treatment. Um, and then, then it goes on. We've got Psalms. We're doing all of the Psalms with Russick Sir. Oh, yeah. And the list goes on and on. They're beautiful Psalms. So, yeah, it's so many, so many projects. <laughs> That's great. One of my favorite has to be Psalms. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, oh, I, yeah. I wanted to ask you what important message do you want people to know about uh, the Bible movie app? I want you to just talk to them. And just share from your heart, what message do you want to give to them about the Bible, the movie Bible um, app? Just speak from your heart. Um, What I want to say is that God is alive. He is alive. And he's given us his word. And we've got to stop ignoring him. It's time to pick up the book, dust off the covers, dive into the pages and get to know him because he is alive and he is passionate. God is alive and his passion is like a fire that burns from us. And we can only understand that when we actually get into his kingdom. We can't understand that from afar. We've got to draw near to him. We've got to press into him. We've got to be like that, that woman with the issue who had that blood issue for 15 years and had been to all sorts of help and never gotten through. She pushed through the crowd, pushed through the shame, pushed through the obstacles, pushed through people trying to shut her down. So many of the people that touched Jesus got shut down. Like the blind man, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. on They're saying, shut up. Go. Be quiet. Who are you? Zacchaeus up in a tree pushing through. Jesus will will meet us where we're at. But come on, it's time for us to stir ourselves up and go, all right, Lord, where are you really? Come on, Lord, I want to get to know you because it's not him that's disappeared and gone far. It's us. We've got to push in, press in, find him, be present with him, get to know him. And that's why I'm doing this because the word of God has been left dusty on a shelf and people are wondering, Where's God in this generation? I'm over it. I want to see. I want to see His people rise up. I want to see me rise up. I want to see you rise up. We're all going to rise up. <laughs> Amen. How do you think that this, um, or what is your hope in regards to how this will impact this generation and generations to come? Look, I I really hope. I, I've seen the damage that. Um, J.K. Rowling has done with Harry Potter, okay? In one generation, the Satanist church were literally celebrating for joy. There's there's reports online that their membership went from a paltry under 10,000 to over 100,000 members in one year because of Harry Potter. That's the satanic organisations in the UK. And you know what they described it as? They said fresh meat. They said, oh, we're so happy. We've got so much fresh meat. That just breaks my heart. 
we have got to see an explosion of Christians bringing to life these epic adventures in the spirit realm, in the historical realm, in the contemporary realm. We've got to do it. Otherwise, Christians are just going to go and watch Harry Potter and, and get spewed over with all that darkness. Right. It is really sad and disappointing that so many Christians in this day and age are watching Harry Potter and think that it is okay. It's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. There's so much compromise. It breaks your heart. Um, but that's nothing new. It's all through, through the Bible. Um, you know, it's all through the Israelites getting taken out of Egypt and then wanting to go back. I mean, you know, the, the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of this world, the lust of life. It is constantly a, a magnet trying to draw us back into sin so that the enemy can own, own us ultimately. But that's the battle. It's a real battle. It is a war. It is a battle. It's a, it's a race. It's a fight. It's a wrestle. And look, it does break my heart. But Jesus did say very clearly that there's a lukewarm church. And look, I, I tremble to think, and quite frankly, it's, it's scary to think about what I'm Christian. Jason, thank you so much for being on Faith City Outreach to share how the Lord has helped you create the first movie Bible book app ever created. I'm excited to hear how this will impact generations to come. May the Lord keep blessing you, blessing your ministry, blessing your family, and could just please end in prayer for whatever the Holy Spirit is leading you to pray for. Yes, amen. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we just join together as your body, and we cry out for a move of your spirit to unlock the amazing truths of your word in film. We ask again, Father, that you will really shake such a blessing filmmakers, all full-age filmmakers, storytellers who, who will want to see your word come alive as movies. Father, give us your word, every book, in a way that will actually awaken the earth to how, how incredible you are and how real your kingdom is and how real you are and how present you are. Father, give us a generation where your word comes alive and shakes the kingdom of darkness to its very core. We ask this boldly, we ask this humbly, and we cry out to you for you to do it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, everyone. Thanks for checking in. I just wanted to announce a new project initiative that is going to be picked up this year. I know we're, we're always trying to find new ways to get these Bible movies officially produced and micro-budget little run-and-gun guerrilla film projects, but this is the Book of Ecclesiastes. So I've put up a splash page on the website. I'm going to put the link below here with the amazing Neil Modra, who has literally learnt the whole Book of Ecclesiastes Okay, learnt it off by heart. Absolutely incredible. Neil Modra is the most phenomenal actor. I'm so privileged to know him. I first got to know him when he did Jesus the Rock. He was playing Jesus in the Christian City Church production uh, about actually nearly 20 years ago. But such an incredible passion, such a living um, vessel, such a shining light, an incredible actor. I've had the privilege of, of sitting in as he does the acting classes and train other people. The guy is gifted. So Neil has gone ahead and learned the whole book of Ecclesiastes off by heart. So I'll put the link down to the pilot, and that's just a little green screen production of, of Neil actually doing the book of Ecclesiastes 
uh, word for word, just, just performing it in front of a green screen, black background, really simple. But you can see the elements are there to create a really fascinating uh, movie out of this amazing one-person book. So we're going to flesh out some of the ideas. If you've got any ideas, you want to throw them in there about how you could do this on a micro-budget, please share your ideas. If you want to be involved, let us know. But I um, just wanted to put it out there and announce that we're working on this project. So pray for us. Please pray for us. Pray that the favour of God rests on us and he opens amazing doors so we can do this efficiently and uh, get it done um, as soon as possible. So anyway, stay well. You have just listened to Marina Maria, who is the host of Faith City Outreach and the founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders to share their testimonies and their ministries. If you're interested in being on Faith City Outreach, please contact Marina Maria at fcoprogram at gmail.com. This music is made as a courtesy from zapsplat.com. Marina wants to thank Four Winds Ministries for partnering with Faith City Outreach.